I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. All right. All right. All right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. What up? Hey, Doug Gottlieb Show. I'm already So, we thought Black... Monday was over, right? We thought Black Monday was over. We're like, ah, Black Monday is over. And then Pete Carroll is, he's not, he's expected to stay with the organization, but not coach anymore. And Pete Carroll's like one of those sneaky old guys. How old is Pete Carroll? He's like in the seventies, isn't he? Like, man, why is he still doing this and chewing his gum and bopping around on the sidelines? But I got to point out, like, you know, we talk about Belichick. He's amazing. Andy Reid has put himself in the Belichick discussion. I mean, how many guys have been successful at college and pro as Pete Carroll? It's insane, right? I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to think of what guys, and remember, he came from the pros to college without a much fanfare when he took the USC job. People were not fired up about it. And whatever you want to say about USC, they were cheating their balls off back then. You know, they just were. They didn't care. I mean, I, I do I think they should give Reggie back the Heisman? Of course. But, like, let's also be honest. Reggie's never been honest that he always acted like he didn't know his stepdad was taking money. He knew. I mean, 
Like, we're all big boys here. If you want to say that's how it was done, and okay. But uh, Pete found a way to motivate dudes. Found a way to connect dudes. And, you know, even in this post-Russell Wilson era, they've been at least modestly successful despite the fact they lost an elite quarterback. And really, it's post-Legion of Boom. But he had, he just, he had a way. He, he worked in terms of motivating people. I don't think you can put him with Belichick. Um, you probably can't put him with Andy Reid. But if that's tier one in the modern day great football coaches, along with Joe Gibbs and Bill Parcells and Jimmy Johnson, he's got to be right there with Jimmy Johnson. Now, Jimmy Johnson won two titles and then went on to his boat and then went on to TV. But remember, Jimmy Johnson, I don't know how many championships he won with Miami. And in similar fashion now, USC, they were dominant in terms of recruiting and whatever they were doing, recruiting and cheating when they were at Miami, too. But it doesn't make, take them away from being awesome coaches. Right? Other teams have had a ton of talent that they've bought, even now when it's legal, and they haven't been able to make it work. Both those guys made it work. I, I think the top tier is Parcells, Gibbs, Belichick, Reed. And then Carroll is in that next group that I would put with Jimmy Johnson. But what's unique about him and Jimmy Johnson is winning titles while you're in college. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get to what the Fox says. And now. <laughs> what does the Fox say? This is Dan Patrick talking about Draymond Green. I don't know if I have any more confidence in Draymond than I did before he got suspended. That he knows he needs to change, but you can't change the spots on a leopard. Sounds like Draymond's going to be Draymond. And if it happens, it happens. I'm going to, I, I only know one way to play. And for a guy who does, Dennis Rodman was brilliant at doing this, but he was, he, he was not dirty in the, you know, with the same intent that Draymond is. Dennis would just be a nuisance. And there was a purpose behind that. And he understood the game. And just like Draymond, very smart player. But Draymond is not smart enough to stop at a certain point where you're just a nuisance. Instead, you know, he can't be, he, he can't be controlled enough. And that's really the problem here. It's just a matter of if, not when. And the fact that he wanted us to believe that he nearly retired and it took Adam Silver to talk him out of retirement. I, I, I don't buy that at all. I think it's, it's just a way of saying, hey, Commissioner, I'm listening to you. I heard everything you said, and I hope you take some leniency on me the next time around. And maybe he should have taken the rest of the year off. Like, if he's truly uh, has good intentions of getting better, then get away from the game and get better. Uh, where he is now, where the Warriors are now, you know, the, the risk and the reward with Draymond is just not worth it. Well, the problem is that they're pot committed with the contract and that as much as the Warriors are going to struggle to get into the playoffs, let's be honest, it's very likely if Draymond is healthy and not suspended, if Steph is healthy, if Clay is healthy, um, that they'll get into the playoffs. Now, I don't know what they can do once they actually get there, but they'll get into the playoffs and, you know, that window is already, by some people's estimation, mine, I, I think it's probably already closed. But going into next year, it's definitely going to be closed, and it's definitely going to be different, right? Like, they may or may not have Clay back. Clay appears to be uh, aging rather quickly. Obviously, since the injuries, he's never been the same. So uh, it sounds good for Dan, and he's probably right. Like, people always say, you know, I, you know, I take, take time off. But the reality is when you're at the end of a great run – you, you know, you, you just can't, can't do it. Can't do it. it. It sounds really good, but you can't do it. Here's Michael Irvin, and he said this to the report that Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin could take a year off of coaching. I find it hard to believe. I, I spoke with Coach Tomlin, you know, of course they called me earlier uh, before the season. And when I talked with him, you know what he was talking about? He said, Michael, I got another opportunity to go and raise up some young men and bring the best out of them. He said, I, I, I love it. I can't wait to go do it. I want to run towards it. And he, he talks about running towards the issue. I was dealing with an issue. He's talking about running towards an issue, not away from an issue. And that's why it shocks me to hear him say he's, 
He's thinking about walking away. And I know we've talked about things that have been said about the Steeler way and Ben Roethlisberger saying it's no longer the reality in Pittsburgh. I don't know how much all of that is weighing on him. The situation he's in with the quarterback is because of the the honor they gave to Ben Roethlisberger. Hey, listen, Mike Tomlin, anybody you get Mike Tomlin, you got a great coach. Maybe this is what they are doing now to get the power that they need. They'll take the Sean Payton route. I don't imagine yeah. they don't listen to him in Pittsburgh. I'm shocked to see this. I'm shocked to hear anything about Mike Tomlin walking away because all he talks about is running towards issues, never running from them. Yeah, I, I just also think there's one. Remember, it's a different general manager than the one that hired him. Um, that's a real thing. Even though he's a Steeler guy, it's, it's different. Two, like, are we really going to start over with another quarterback? And three, you know, look, just everyone needs some time, a little time off. You know, he's got a lot of money. He'd be great on TV. And it, it would energize him. Like, don't you think if if you were good enough at your job, if I was good enough at my job where I could say, hey, I need a year off. Wouldn't you do it? And like you can still make money doing something around it, but you don't have to do the daily grind of it. Of course you would. Of course you would. So I don't think it's as surprising. It's a grind. It's a real job. You're in there really early. You're out really late. You know, and yeah, he's made a lot of money. He's won a lot of games. But at some point, you're just like, you know, I kind of got to take a breath. And is this what I want to do the rest of my life? Or do I want, you know, the other part to it is, do I ever want to be fired? You know, this is, this can be on your own terms instead of on somebody else's terms. Um, I think that's a real thing. And I'm interested to see what happens. Here's Colin Cowherd talking about the Bears and Matt Eberflus. Chicago does not do offense well. Historically, they can be pretty good defensively, and the Bears' defense did play well down the stretch. Uh, I'd move on from both, but if I have to keep one, probably be the coach because coaches don't have salary caps, right? So what does it mean for Justin Fields? Well, it doesn't mean anything, necessarily. It doesn't mean Eberflus loves him. It means Eberflus was given a choice. You're fired or clean out your offensive staff. My guess, he gets one more year but it'll be with Caleb Williams. With almost any other NFL franchise, I could, with a high degree of certainty, predict what's going to happen over the next few months. Uh, but I can't with the Chicago Bears. They butcher offense. They butcher quarterbacks. They, they can't get anything right. Um, Caleb Williams, think about it in the simplest terms. If Caleb Williams is not better than Justin Fields at all, and he is, but if he's not, in fact, if Caleb Williams in his first 38 starts goes 10 and 28 like Justin Fields, misses 11 games due to injuries like Justin Fields, finishes last place like Justin Fields, if he's not an one iota better, you still obviously draft him to restart the salary clock. It's a no-brainer. I, I think it's, it is a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. And if you look at what they're doing, cutting all the offensive coaches, they want to start over, and they'll start over with the new quarterback as well. You know, just Ryan Pace is the GM. He didn't draft Justin Fields. Matty Blues is the head coach. He didn't draft Justin Fields. So 
you know, you sit around and you go like, you know, considering when they had, when they traded for one playmaker defensively, they became solid and you believe in a guy and his process and he's going to call the defensive plays. You think, all right, well, let's flip the offense. Let's build some continuity. I, I actually think it makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. Whole hell of a lot of sense. So uh, I just, uh, I, I, what the Bears are doing, because what happens is anytime you hire a new coach, you really don't know what you're getting. You know, you, you just don't know what you're getting. Like, do you think, like, I think the Broncos had a good feeling, but I'm sure they thought this is going to be better than how it was. And that's with Sean Payton, who you have like a decade of success in New Orleans. Like, you didn't think he would be as surly maybe towards his quarterback. He probably asked for a complete control over the quarterback position, but it's it's not not the way it went down. And then if you, if you hire a guy who hasn't coached before, you literally have no idea how the guy operates. That's what the Fox said. Ah! What does the Fox say? Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's find out who's annoying Jason Stewart. And now, it's your annoying. Hey, Doug, um, there are a couple things that I need to get to today. Actually, there's three. Okay, so uh, Bill Plachke did a column today in the LA Times, and I think it's a great blueprint for what a lot of people should do. Uh, Plachke did a I was wrong column about the Rams, and he like he quoted himself from back in August saying that the Rams are obviously tanking for Caleb Williams, and they're, they're, they have zero strengths on this team. Um, he quoted each wrong thing and he ex- further explained it. And the, the bottom line was that he was wrong. And I think that a lot of people in our industry could take note of this. I know we have to have something to say every single day and you have to have an opinion on everything. And when you're wrong, that's when I think there should be kind of a new protocol. I think there just needs to be a little bit more accountability, I'm annoyed that there aren't more people in our industry on air that are like Bill Plaschke today, basically taking back everything he said about the Rams. I was wrong. I, I so wait, what, what's the annoying part? Is that, that there aren't more the people in our industry that take this approach? I think because the hot takes are just so rampant, I think there needs to be a protocol in place and an accountability in place. Because people are saying things with such conviction and they're being so condescending about it and so definitive. And then when it goes the opposite way, there's almost never um, an I was wrong moment or I apologize. And that annoys me. Okay. I, I agree. I think more people have done it with the Rams than any team on record because nobody bought th- what their line. And I'm not sure they thought they would be this good. Yeah. Um. ESPN and Pat McAfee make the list again. Doug, here is uh, how Pat McAfee chose to start his show today. So Aaron Rodgers Tuesday season four is uh, done. Yeah. Ah, season. There's going to be a lot of people that are happy with that. Myself included, to be honest. With the way it ended, it got real loud. Mm -hmm. And uh, real loud. I'm happy that that is not going to be my mentions going forward, Mm -hmm. which is great news. We always, and this is legit, and I think... I'm never going to act like people are out to get people. Sure. But throughout my life, there's been a lot of people that have definitely wanted to see me not do good. And over the last week, we have certainly given them all a lot of stuff to get mad about and become loud about. We have messed up in that particular aspect. And by we, I mean, we're a conversation show. People are having conversations. We live in a country that has freedom of speech, but also you're going to have to deal with the consequences. And Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. He's a four-time MVP. He's a massive piece of the NFL story. Whenever you go back and tell it, he will be a huge part of it. We are very lucky to get a chance to chat with him and learn from him. Some of his thoughts and opinions, though, do piss off a lot of people. A lot of people. And uh, I'm pumped that that is no longer going to be every single Wednesday of my life, uh, which it has been for the last few weeks. On Friday, obviously, I threw us into the fire as well. Forever stand by that. Everything else, though, <laughs> like, just can't do that and not what we want to be known for. So what annoys me about this, Doug, is I think it was kind of inevitable that, that Aaron Rodgers was going to be sidelined for a while, but I just can't, 
I can't believe that this was Pat McAfee's decision himself, which he seems to proclaim in that soundbite. Um, there's no way it was Pat McAfee's choice. And, and I'll, I'll, let me say this in full respect. I respect what Pat McAfee has created. Okay. There's a lot of bullshit to it. Like let's everybody, like, let's have the real Pat McAfee discussion. It's all a bunch of bullshit. Okay. Like he was, he was smart. He used, and I did this at a, at a lower level and a, at less publicity, right? Where he was a professional athlete who stepped away. Remember he did comedy for a year. Um, he toured doing comedy stuff. So he's obviously like, that's all, that's probably the hardest thing to get into. And he got into this and then he started with the barstool guys. And then, you know, when he left, I don't think he left on great terms there. He went to, uh, CBS sports and I'm not sure they knew what to do with him. And then he signed, was it DraftKings? Was that the, was that the deal he signed? He always leaves before the deal is done, you know, a year, year and a half in, and it's always the same shit. Somebody's out to get him. Something isn't right. He's like fucking paranoid. And the the reality is that uh, I, I no one in the industry understands how he can basically motherfuck Norby Williamson and still work for ESPN. I I don't. And like, look, I know Burke Magnus incredibly well, who had took the picture with him at the. At the uh, national championship game, him and his guys. Burke is a stud as a dude. I know Norby as well. Like, I worked for him. And Norby's a guy that makes difficult decisions. And whether you like Norby or don't like Norby, whether you like Burke or don't like Burke, whether you like any of any bosses, like, I've just never heard of any place of business where you're allowed to do that. And that's good for business. So you can sit there and go like, oh, people are out to get it. No, they're not. Cut the shit, Pat. Everybody has the ratings. Everybody knows your ratings at ESPN on TV have been in the tank. And, and look, there's a reasonable explanation for it. Right? There's a different audience that watches First Take than watches the Pat McAfee show. Right? There's a different audience. Everyone knows that. A completely different demo. It's, they used to do that on radio. They had Will Kane followed by Bamani Jones. And I thought it was the funniest shit ever. And Bamani occupied this time slot, the one that I used to occupy there. And we, we've slaughtered them for years. Why? Well, because not, there's not a human being alive that likes Bamani Jones that like listening to Will Kane. You know, they're, they're both basically political shows, you know, acting like they live sports. And I like Will, but Will will tell you. I mean, there's, there's no question. He works for Fox News now. There's, he is super right, and Bamani is super left. And again, it was also during a time when we've gotten to this political divide in sports radio, which is just fucking bizarre anyway. But anyway, like, no one's out to get you, dude. Are people jealous of the money you make? Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's what happens when you make a lot of money. You know, there'll be people that go like, he's not really making what it says he's making. It's kind of all BS. Like, whatever. Like, radio is this unique world where so much of it is just crap. Not in terms of the content. I just mean in terms of the discussion of it and what people make. As you know, you worked on the Jim Rome show. And there was a publication once that put that Jim Rome makes $30 million or something a year uh, to do his radio show. That number was bullshit. 
right? His show grossed at that time. It was the highest grossing show. His show might have grossed like $30 million in terms of sales, but you don't make dollar for dollar on sales, even if you own the show. Which I don't. I think he had an ownership stake. I don't think he owned the whole show. You would know. I yeah, I he did. Know. And it was the uh, it was the author that wrote the ESPN book. What was his name? Jim, Jim Miller. Jim Miller. Yeah. Jim Miller. Yeah. I love Jim Miller. Like Jim Miller, he interviewed me from that book. He told me his son was. I was his son's favorite analyst, favorite personality. That's what he told me. And I did not appear in the book at all. And I'm like, I must have <laughs> such a such an effect on it. And granted, I'm not like super old school 80s and early 90s ESPN, but it was comical. It was comical. Well, in your defense, Doug, it was like a 1,200-page book. So there probably just, you know, there just probably wasn't room for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's not it. That's not it. Um, okay, what else? Who, who, so anyway, so the Pat McAfee, like, oh, so you're, 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 it's annoying that he's, He's bullshitting. I just think that I, saying I think, that, well, I think uh, that uh, you know, we yeah. just decided that no, dude, he got the call. Listen, and and I actually think this is probably some growth, but he doesn't want to show that growth. This is him taking orders. Hey, dude, can't have money anymore. You think he really wants to not have Aaron Rodgers on? Aaron Rodgers, he went on and rambled about COVID, about Fauci. It was awful, but everybody in sports media watched it. Didn't they? Oh, hell, we, we took the bait. We, that's all you want. You think you didn't want him on? Yeah, that's bullshit. So that's it. Um, that BS you just described, and then my personal thing is, I wish everyone could be Bill Poschke and say I'm sorry and I was wrong more often in our business. Why can't Pat McAfee say I was sorry I was wrong? I, I think, didn't make this, right? Yeah, he, he did not do that. No, he did not. Pat McAfee's. Okay, sir, the bet is to you. All in, baby! It's time for the pick of the day. Let's get to the pick of the day. Let's go to College Hoops. Give you a winner last night. I'll give you a winner tonight. I, I think that's I think that's fair. I think that's totally fair. Um, let's, uh, who, 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 who. We've seen home teams jump up and beat road teams. Okay, we've, we've seen that. Uh, that is a tried and true lesson. I don't know who plays. I don't know if, if Colorado's players are playing. That's a big thing. That's a huge, huge thing. Huge thing. Um, uh, my pick of the day comes from uh, Berkeley, California. As the Cal Golden Bears, fresh off it, of, they had a good win. Right? They beat UCLA 66-57, but UCLA stinks. And Devin Askew, their point guard, who uh, he was a modern-day kid. He reclassified, went to Kentucky. That didn't work great. Then he went to Texas, started there for a year. Now he's the second year at Cal. He broke his foot. So this, I, I think this is actually year six for him, or he's going to apply for another year as he played six games. So they lost their most veteran player. They still have Jalen Tyson. They still have... Uh, um, uh, the the big guy, gosh, why am I forgetting his name? He's Fardaz, uh, 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 Fardaz uh, Amick, um, who's they're both Texas Tech transfers, ironically enough. But Colorado's getting healthy, and if Colorado has Cody Williams back, they're only a four point favorite at Cal. Cal doesn't really have a home court advantage. Give me the Buffalo Tatonka. I know they lost both games in Arizona. 
but they got Tristan De Silva back for Saturday's loss to Arizona State. You get Cody Williams back, you're just you're much better than Cal. And four points doesn't mean anything to me. Give me give me CU, give me the Buffaloes to Tonka to win on the road. That's it for the In the Bonus podcast. Check out the radio show, 3 to 5 Eastern, the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael dura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.